Hello, everyone. Welcome to Screen Screen. I'm Viola. The theme of today's show is Together Stronger. So I will talk about four movies that are related to a team or more than one team, which achieve much better than they could when they were individuals. So without further ado, let's listen to the first movie we're going to talk about today. Three, the final stroke. The plot is unknown at this time. Wait, what? Not again. We had this kind of situation last week, and it was because it was a Taiwanese movie. And today it's a Japanese animation. What's wrong with the introduction? But anyway, I've seen the movie and I've finished all the TV series, so I'm now very familiar with what happens in the movie. So now I'm responsible for telling you what the plot is. First of all, this movie version of Free is about going to the world stage. Oh, I forgot to mention to those who don't even know what this movie is about. It's a movie about swimming teams. And the movie version this time is about a very important competition. Before the competition, there was a short break. The protagonist Haluka bumped into some opponents he had met in Japanese competitions, and those opponents inspire him to win. And the point of this animation is for the audience to discover what athletes feel. About their teammates and what they feel about the process they go to the pinnacle of the world. Also, the reason why they started swimming. You may wonder why the movie is called Free.、Uh, some people think that it's how Japanese people call freestyle, and at the same time, it also means people are free when they swim in the water. This movie is the second movie version of Free. It's already eight years after the first season of the TV series, and it's going to be the finale of this series. But this is only the first part, so I believe the second part, which is the last part, is going to be released in Japan in April, and I guess it will. Be released in Taiwan at earliest the end of this year. So if you're interested in this animation, you still have some time to catch up with the TV series and the first movie. I personally think the second season of the TV series is much better than the first season. And after watching all the episodes. I think I'm now ready for the last part of this series, and it's time for us to learn about what our second new movie is. West Side Story, an adaptation of the 1957 musical. West Side Story explores forbidden love and the rivalry between the Jets and the Sharks, two teenage street gangs of different ethnic backgrounds. Wow, the second new movie we're going to talk about today is West Side Story. It's actually released in the U.S. several weeks ago, so we've seen it on the chart for several weeks, and I've talked about it. But it's just going to be released in Taiwan this weekend. That's the reason why we're going to talk about it today. As we heard in the introduction, 
it's an adaptation of a 1957 musical, but it's given a brand new interpretation with this new generation. Why is that? Because now in 2022, the world is full of rivalry, hate, and misunderstandings. The society wants reconciliation and also aspires love. And that's the reason why the director thinks that audience from old generation or new generation will both resonate with the movie. And actually, there was a movie adapted from the musical as well, but the director didn't want to re-represent what's in the 1961 movie, but adapted from the musical directly. And in order to fulfill what we feel right now in the modern society and the culture, director Steven Spielberg even hired the Oscar-nominated scriptwriter Tony Kushner to write about the real American society. Actually, the original story background was based on Shakespeare's love tragedy, Romeo and Juliet. I believe all of you, if you haven't read it, at least you've heard it, or you've seen a play or something. And then it was turned into a Broadway famous musical. It was adapted to a movie in 1969. It got 10 Oscars awards that year, including Best Director and Best Feature Film. Director Steven Spielberg said that the reason why he wanted to make an adaptation once again was because he specifically liked this musical. Therefore, he wants to release a version for the new generation. And so far, it's critically acclaimed. So either you like director Steven Spielberg, or you like the story Romeo and Juliet, or you just want to witness a great film. You can go watch West Side Story this weekend. And now it's time for Top 007. Before we move on to the movie we're going to talk about this week, let's review what we had from last week first. Top 3, The Matrix Resurrections. We had the Kingsman as top 2 last week, and top 1, Spider-Man No Way Home. Now let's listen to top 7 to top 4 this week. Top 5, House of Gucci. I've been a Gucci all my life. Your name is in the history books. Wow. Scream. Tap four, the three five five. I'll be back for dinner tomorrow. Hands, put your gun down, please. Five, four, three, two, one. Alright, there are only three movies from top seven to top four this week. It means that top three to top one is a little bit crowded, as we've talked about House of Gucci several times. And Scream is a horror movie, so I'm not going to talk about it unless I don't have a chance. We're going to talk about the 355 today. Remember our theme today is Together Stronger? So that's exactly what this movie is about. And if you look at the poster, you will recognize an Asian face on the far right. That is Fan Bingbing. Her character works for the most mysterious government department in China. Oh, I just realized that I wrote something wrong on my notes. 
it should be MSS instead of MMS because the character of Fan Bingbing works at the Ministry of State Security of the People's Republic of China. It's also the only national security organization that China government admits to other countries. So Fan Bingbing's character's main missions include anti-spy, intelligence collection and analysis, and political security, etc. MSS is the biggest and most active intelligence organization in China, and it also involves in some home affairs. Besides Fan Bingbing's character, there's also people from BND, the German Intelligence Department, and the DNI, Columbia National Intelligence. So it really is a movie about teamwork. Besides what I just mentioned, Germany, Colombia, and China, the protagonist played by Jessica Chastain belongs to CIA. So if you like Jessica Chastain, you may want to watch the 355 this weekend. However, as far as I know, this movie isn't as good as it looks. Now it's time for the last movie. Let's listen to what we have for top three to top one. Top three, scene two. Clay Calloway is a recluse. No one's seen it over 15 years. The Matrix Resurrections. Am I crazy? We don't use that word in here. Top two, The Kingsman. The truth is the world is ruled by corruption and Top one, Spider-Man, No Way Home. We started getting some visitors. Actually, all these four movies qualify for the theme, Together Stronger. But I guess you know which movie I want to talk about? Since it's already, is it five weeks after it's released? I forget, but anyway, it's more than a month. So it's okay to give out spoilers right now. Yes? I'm going to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. And yes, all three generations of Spider-Man are in the movie. But that is not my point today. I want to talk about some other Easter eggs that some people may not notice. First of all, I was kind of pissed off when people clapped for all three Spider-Man are on the screen. But nobody reacted when... Charlie Cox Daredevil is on the screen. First of all, it means that it's possible that he will appear in Marvel Cinematic Universe once again. And second, he's my second favorite Marvel hero, just next to Captain America, because he's a vigilante and he generally follows rules. If you're not familiar with this character, let me tell you. He's a character in the Netflix and Marvel cooperated TV series, Daredevil. And because Disney decided to start Disney Plus on their own, Disney no longer has the right to produce TV series based on Daredevil. So there's some copyright issue. But since Charlie Cox is in Spider-Man this time, it's good news. At least we probably would be able to see him in other Marvel movies in the future. And the second Easter egg I want to talk about is when Electro was chatting with 
Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker. He said that he admired Spider-Man a lot, and he imagined someone with such a kind heart and so talented. He must be a black. Of course, it's a joke, and because Electro is a black, he has the right to tell a joke about black people. But the point is that in certain multiverse, there really is a black Spider-Man. If you've seen Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, you will know that the protagonist Miles is a black Spider-Man. So it's kind of like a hidden joke in Spider-Man: No Way Home. But back to the Together Stronger thing, I have to say yes, it's a little bit touched when you see all three generations of Spider-Man together on the big screen. It's like all the memories from your childhood coming back, and I know Tobey Maguire is going to be the Spider-Man forever. Nothing's going to change that. If you agree with me, please like it and share for us. That's all the time we have for today. Remember to tune in same time next week at Screen Screen. I'm Viola. See you next week.